0: Here.
1: We Dude, when was the last time we even recorded?
0: We hadn't graduated yet. So I guess quick update. Um Many updates. Now October. <laughs> Happy October. Um we graduated. We So we're, that we're graded. We were, were good enough to graduate, but overall
1: Probably you know, still not
0: great. So we're, we
1: say that, but we have really good GPAs. That's we actually true. did
0: really good. That is true. We just held ourselves to like a way too yeah. high standard. But yeah, we graduated. So um, congratulations to us. I know. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the support so much. To the 10 thank you who so much to us. to us. It's yeah, just us. thing on repeat. So we're real adults now. We're we're no longer in the education system. We got big time. I almost say big people jobs. We got big We do, people we people do jobs. got big. We, we got, do. We work nine to fives varying hours mm-hmm.
1: um i have a dog now yeah so i forgot they didn't know about that i know but obviously yeah
0: she's so cute her name is paisley she's a little chihuahua spaniel. she's two years old i love her she's batshit and if you hear anything in the background that is my partner singing a song that he found on youtube that For a uh, little theme song paisley we call her pee. if you uh, hear any
1: movement that's me shaking my ass. Yeah,
0: but basically, there's a little song on YouTube called Pee-Pee's Theme. So, if you hear it, he's in the background. It's
1: really good. Saying, it is, it's,
0: it's a, a bob. bob. It's a catchy bob. And Paisie's like, asleep. She's like, I don't care.
1: She's not about it? No, she's just like, we were, like, Maybe it's not her, her dancing with kind of, Like, pee-pee-pee-pee. Maybe Pop it's just people. Peter's and theme. And she was
0: just like, it could be Peter. <laughs> we do also call Peter Dr. pee so. It adds up, yeah. Yeah, I don't really think anything else wild happened a lot wild a happened. Lot happen, a lot happened wild happened. Yeah, I meant, like... Yeah, then a lot of... So I
1: started... Plus. Well, we are in our big people jobs. Yeah. I don't want to, like, disclose, like, where we're working or anything, no. but...
0: We're doing things. Yeah, we... you're you're doing... You're doing the I like, most.
1: In... I, li- I like things. Yeah, i like doing you. things. Thank you. Yeah, I started, actually, and I, I am comfortable talking about this on here, as long as I'm not disclosing, like, at the company, mm-hmm. but... Kate knows this. I started working as a paralegal after graduation and didn't stay there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They kind of tried to like extort me and now I'm in a much better position that I like a lot more and it's going Mm -hmm. good.
0: Yeah and I can I just say that I'm so proud of you for recognizing that you weren't comfortable in a work environment and so professionally like speaking about that with them and being like you know what this was not in my job description this is not something I'm comfortable with Mm -hmm. like i I guess i should expand then yeah
1: but thank you so essentially what had happened we so i was working there and it was like a nine to five essentially type position and then they asked me to do things when i wasn't working and i told them like oh well i'm not working but i'll have something automatically do that so it'll be set up and good to go and they were like wait you're not gonna text me when you're not working which was one of the tasks and you're not gonna like read your email when you're not working. And I was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. And this is an hourly position, mind you. And they were like, oh, well, we need you to do that. And at first they were like, you know what? I really respect you for holding the boundary. Like, you're right. We really shouldn't expect that. We kind of work too much. And I was like, all righty, great. And they were like, that's not gonna be too much of an issue. Thank you for standing up about that. And I was like, cool. Then like a week goes by and they were like, yeah, actually, that's not gonna work. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna work when I'm not working. And mm-hmm. they did offer to pay me. They were being fair about it. but paying me for the five minutes it takes to, like, respond to an email is not equivalent to me having to be constantly tuned in to working, but they were really, although, like, I don't agree with or think that that's, like, an ethical way to work, they handled it super well, like, they let me continue working there while I was looking for a replacement position, they recommended me for an ex-employer they were yeah overall just like super Mm -hmm. great about it and i think it went super well but it was super hard to like sit there and stand there with them Mm -hmm. saying this is the standard in this Mm -hmm. type of work me knowing it's not because Mm -hmm. i've worked in this field before and saying no this isn't the standard i'm not going to do this and yeah. that's that yeah yeah i it's
0: mean there there needs to be a work-life balance and it is hard and especially in the fields that we're adjacent to and that we're in mm-hmm. you know you have to constantly be in tune and it's not like it's just like businessmen or people on mm-hmm. wall street and like find when money is related to like the actual work environment a lot of the times you know, if you can't catch someone between the working hours of 9 to 5, obviously they're not going to get to you the next day, and so many times people get mad at you, so mm-hmm. you're not constantly going to be on that phone because it's like, oh, just for minutes. for yeah. oh, five minute. Yeah. Oh, Always let me just want to just one more email, and then suddenly then your day's is over, and you go to sleep, and the second you wake up, you are back in that working mode, exactly. and that's not a healthy way to live. Obviously, bad. some people can function like that, but still, it's I don't not think minimal, anyone should. I don't think so either. There needs to be a good work-life balance, so again, I'm really proud of you for, like, okay. recognizing Recognizing that talking, and I'm glad that your experience talking to your employer was this positive in the outcome. Yeah,
1: like it could it could have been better, but it definitely could have been so much worse.
0: And like, and it sucks that you know it's so much worse because like you are worth a lot more Mm -hmm. than what they were trying to put on you, and it's just like thank you. You know, you know you you got out, and it wasn't again. It wasn't about the money. It was about
1: came out sooner too like I hadn't been there that long yeah which was another good aspect of it because like if I had stayed there and that was an expectation they because it wasn't vocalized you know and that was another conversation we had about that it wasn't vocalized so it's not like I was doing this Mm -hmm. because that's not the practice for it and if that was an expectation that they had and we had just moved on working and that Mm -hmm. came up that would have been a huge issue yeah, you know, so we yeah. talked, and you were it still, in on. Training, so yeah, still in training. Yeah, it was still in training. It wasn't super
0: thing. hard for them to be like, "Oh crap, I actually now have to go and like train someone else." That you were, you yeah, recognize that. That was
1: that was, really that good. was fun. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm also proud of myself. It was a weird situation, but yeah. my new job is great. Yeah. I really feel good about the work i'm doing i feel like i'm helping people
0: yeah we haven't actually talked about your new job even like just like us hanging out because i know you oh we right. haven't know, no because i know you like it but i think it's like oh. like the individual bits of the job itself i mean like i haven't really talked to you about like a lot of stuff but yes you have i, I have yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, i am like I love it doing? yeah so kate's got...
1: working as a legal assistant i am they're doing such big work i don't know if you're comfortable talking about this it's great doing,
0: it. doing big I mean. things
1: but that's what's happening in work not that that's the biggest thing, but since we did graduate, that was a huge change Yeah, for us. going
0: from academia every single day, because Callie and I have never left the education system. Yeah, we're
1: babies, so, yeah. like... Yeah,
0: and it's, like, we went from, like, what, pre-K all the way through. Mm-hmm. I had four years you go to pre-K. You didn't?
1: No. Or kindergarten. But kindergarten, kindergarten. same difference, yeah. Yeah,
0: and it's, like, I had four years of undergrad, you graduated in three, right? Mm-hmm, Which double- is still, like yeah intense like I also didn't have summers you just went for it yeah I just
1: went for it because I had a double bachelor's in three years which I had already what was your double uh sociology and criminal justice oh I didn't know you had the sociology I learned something new (laughs) yep sociology and CJ um I technically came in with two years because of my school I went to in high school but I was also pre-med when I started so that was yeah because I changed major but yeah so the whole point we both jumped straight from bachelor's to masters mm-hmm. now that we're done. And you're considering PhD. Yeah,
0: I, I mean I wanna go back. I love learning and I think academia is really where I thrive, especially in like this specific gotta comfy. We're recording on my bed right now because I, I moved love it. and my new office is kind of like a trash zone right now because I'm not only is it where like all the things that we don't want to do <laughs> with go, it's well, you also work like there. I work there and also I'm crafting again. So let's talk about your craft. Oh my god! Okay, so I love Halloween. Halloween's Same. coming up. It's October second right now. We have so many plans. Love- I am going as Poison Ivy. But I'm going from Poison Ivy specifically from the Harley Quinn HBO animated series, which is really fun. And in the show, uh, Poison has a poison like I know. It is. Mm-hmm. But we're just so close. Poison Ivy has a me talking about Slowly, yeah. Poison Ivy has this uh, roommate in the show, which is a sentient plant. Uh, from a dog. They're roommates? Park. Yeah, that's roommates. funny. I'm mean, saying. roommates. No, um, <laughs> And that's not and how name, the vine yeah. goes. His name is Frank and he is a stoner. Um oh, I didn't
1: know this. I'm learning some. Yeah, he his character. just like smokes
0: pot and eats people. Like that's just kind of his vibe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh so he's just a big plant. And um I love puppetry. I think it's really interesting fabrication and mm-hmm. doing all of this kind of like some of the, the puppetry and like the labyrinth and um just, like, like the Skexies. Like, these really interesting, like, very, very much intricate and complicated puppetry I think is really fascinating, and the fabrication that goes into making those. So, I made a dragon a couple years ago. It was just, like, a big dragon head, and it, the mouthpiece opened up, and then you can control the eyes, so they would blink and move. Oh my god! And it was really fun, and I didn't actually end up completing that, and then I got rid of the puppet, because I don't know why I did that.
1: Well, I and mean, yeah, you're like I don't know if I need this. Yeah, and it was, and it was you big. made it. It's a nice recreate. Yeah,
0: I decided to make this um, this plant puppet, and it's coming together really well. I'm doing like a build with me type thing on on TikTok, which is fun because oh, I I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm it, your biggest yeah. fan. Yeah, thank you. So it's it's fun and I I like it and it's giving me something to do and I'm working with foams and thermoplastics again and it's just like working with my hands feels so good and i'm does it feel good yeah it feels great sorry <laughs> i it was itchy um can't just grab their boob <laughs> i know so i had to you know I, I, I was feeling really was great to be creative but no it, re- <laughs> it really it us all think creatively <laughs> <laughs> green is not a creative <laughs> whatever i can't do a British accent now. but either way it's fun i'm i'm really enjoying it i'm uh, so it's glad. good to build back into that so.
1: what else are you thinking because i know you're not just doing one thing <sighs>
0: Uh, no, so I don't really know what else I might do. I think maybe Peter and I will do something. More fun. We'll really? see. But oh so, Poison Ivy is a big one,
1: and then, you know, there's a bunch of different ones too. And a suitcase. And the suitcase. So here's the thing I love Taylor Swift. Kate does not. However, Kate loves and supports me, and I'm throwing a Taylor Swift themed party. I love costumes. This is true. And but I, also I don't love, love you. you. <laughs> I hate you, but I love costumes. That's the biggest lie I've ever taken. <laughs> fair. You know, I'd accept it. But so I'm throwing a Taylor Swift theme party just because like I need it in my life. Um, I've already, I've made plans for it. It's happening. But the rule is you have to dress up as either like a Taylor Swift era or like something inspired by a Taylor Swift song or like a lover, not the album, but also the album, but like a boyfriend or like something Taylor Swift. So Kate, well, they tried to run a completely different direction on a theory on the songs. I... It did not pass. It didn't make it. Because it's not not an approved theory. It's not real. Okay, but also
0: Blank Page could totally... Blank Space. Okay, Blank Space could totally be about Death
1: Note, so... It's (laughs) not.
0: (laughs) I know, that would be funny. But
1: if you have another theory that's, like, confirmed, I'll allow it. But, so they're gonna dress up as the suitcase that Taylor Swift was seen being dragged around in for, like, months, and I love Mm -hmm. it. I think it's so funny. I'm gonna be reputation-era Taylor Swift, I think, I love them all. So like, them all. All the Taylors. I love every single Taylor that's ever existed. <laughs> Taylor like Lautner. That's not Taylor tr- Swift. I do like. I do like Taylor. Taylor. Lattner. That's all the
0: Taylors that exist. Taylor Momsen. I fucking love her. What's Taylor Momsen. Beautiful, beautiful people. She's the lead singer of the Pretty Reckless. Uh, oh, okay. I know Was her. the younger know. sister in Gossip Girl.
1: I do love Sydney Cindy Oh <laughs> my god. Ha ha,
0: ha, ha. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, sit moment over. Oh,
1: also that um comedian Taylor somebody. Taylor Chapman, maybe? I have no idea. Blonde? I don't funny? Don't she was engaged? Remember. don't remember. That's okay. Remember <laughs> doesn't it doesn't exist.
0: Hey, y'all. Just a quick trigger warning for this next bit. Uh, themes of death, death of a loved one, suicide. So, just a warning on that. But, I don't know if you want to get into, or we yeah. here today for it, but uh, I guess... Um, well, not exclusively here Not here today, it, but, but it, it's a good platform to kind of, like, talk about this. For I'm, sure. I'm going to let Callie basically take over for the most part here. Um, it's like
1: an interview. Yeah. I don't want to be like... I'm going to I'm gonna right. be the,
0: you know, asking some questions and obviously kind of gauging the situation of for how sure. far she feels like she was willing to talk about this and go, but uh, enough me blabbering.
1: Okay, so essentially... This is <laughs> moment. <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> because, you know, you know me, I'm not used to being in the spotlight. I'm so timid. <laughs> I'm so shy. I wish I was just like a mysterious girl. I wish I was mysterious I'm I'm like, (laughs) you know, those people you meet and you're like, damn, like a book to be open. I'm like, that is not me. I am just, you meet me and I'm like, all open. Hello. Here we are. But so essentially another big thing that's been going on is I have decided and have been investigating my dad's death. But like Kate mentioned that this might be a good platform to talk about it. I've been having like a series on TikTok about it that I've been posting on there, but there's not all of it goes on there because obviously mm-hmm. some stuff is really personal. But we're gonna kinda go into as much as we can today and like
0: give you like a comprehensive place to like have your thoughts that aren't just in your brain.
1: For sure. And, and the ones no that way, can be publicized. Yeah, wanna, not everything can.
0: Yeah. And I wanna reiterate right, like or emphasize that this is no way exploiting Callie's oh, experience. God, no. Um I only brought it up as an idea, like asking if she wanted to do this because I knew that she was documenting it on mm-hmm. TikTok. Um, and we have this podcast, we have this platform, and I think a big thing is, we, we've talked about cases like this, where mm-hmm. it's like, it just doesn't feel quite right, yeah. and this is and so, so deeply factors. personal to you, like, this is your father, and I wanted you to be able to talk about this, I'm excited the to talk about and it. even, again, not many people listen to this, so it's just something for you to yeah. have, too, it's and like
1: putting it out. going on forwards. My friend yeah. Carrie, actually, he was kind of one of the people that was pushing me. Not pushing me. I would, I've been wanting to investigate his case for ages, but mm-hmm. it's like I was in school. I never really had time. And Carrie is the one I've talked to about it a lot. And he was like, I think you really, like, it's a good time. And I was like, yeah, I know it is. And he was like, I think you should post about it and, like, make it a public thing because not everyone is in a place. Like, I'm not the only person with a weird situation like this. For mm-hmm. instance, like, Sarah Turney, I don't know if you know much yeah. about that case, but she yeah. hopped on her sister's case and has been doing, like, all the hedge work for it for years. Mm-hmm. Something similar to that, like, a lot of people aren't in a place to do that, so mm-hmm. he really thought it was a good idea to, like, vocalize and I'm like, you know what? You're right. I agree. We'll get into the details. I'm just gonna let Kate take it away on where to start, because I don't even know where to begin, I guess. Yeah. So,
0: okay. Would you be comfortable talking about your dad? Just who yeah. Who he was and who was? Oh he, my god, yeah. So, who, you know... Obviously, it was your dad. When I was spoken to you about him, obviously, you had a relationship with him. Yeah, we were really close. You said just now that you had you had plans, mm-hmm. um, uh, with him in the future, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I've always enjoyed hearing you talk about your father. um Aww. So you know who 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 was your dad and my you know, dad. How,
1: yeah. I don't want to say his full name. No, but, but
0: no, like who was your dad to as a you? person?
1: So yeah. he is a mess overall, mm-hmm. or was, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a mess. Um, I wouldn't consider him a perfect person by any means. He definitely had so many faults. He had a couple run-ins with the law and had many, he did have issues with, like, mental health. Again, I mentioned that he was BP1, and when I was younger, that was much more difficult for him, especially after he got back from the military. Regardless of that, like, he was a great father, not only to me and his other children, but also to my sister, who was not his child, he, my sister, her father was very absent growing up, and my dad would, like, come pick us up, but he didn't want her to not have a dad, so he was her dad. Like, Mm -hmm. she called him dad, and... He filled those shoes. He did fill those shoes. Not that, again, we didn't live with him, but, like, we saw him as much as we could, and he was, like, a good dad. He, and he was, like, funny dude. Mm -hmm. He's so fucking funny. Like, he would just, like, love to mess with people and pull pranks. And we loved, like, spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. He used to work at haunted houses, like, every year. And he would always, like, I'd always go. And even when I was, like, really little, like, four and five, I would go. And I remember went to a haunted house he was working at. Everyone's so scared. Um, and I'm on the shoulders of, like, one of my mom's friends or something. And we're walking around. Everyone's freaking out. And I'm like, guys, don't worry. That's my dad. He's not going to get you. And, like... Sorry for ruining the ambiance of this haunted house. He definitely was spooky, but it was just like...
0: That's my dad. That's my
1: dad. He's not going to get you. It's okay. When he worked at the movie theater, he would sneak me in and we'd watch up in the screen room and projector room, which was really fun. And We watched a lot of screen movies. Yeah. Just like a fun guy. We like to mess with people. He would like flip his eyelids inside out and like <laughs> roll his eyes in the back of his head, which is like so creepy, and like go up to strangers and just spook them
0: oh my goodness yeah so that's
1: my dad goofy guy um a bit of a shit show but he really got his shit together and people aren't perfect no not by any means but he was doing really good and he had been for many years he had like stopped smoking primarily for me i am deadly allergic and we found that out when i was four He did not, he didn't stop right away. It was really hard for him, but he tried right away. Mm -hmm. And eventually, I think I was nine when he stopped entirely. It was like never again. Mm -hmm. Um, He passed away when I was 15. We had made plans about like driving and because I had, he was helping me learn to drive his truck. And that was also another thing I was supposed to get his truck one day. And we, we were really, he was so excited for me to be able to drive. He was like. I cannot wait. You're going to be driving around. And also that meant, like, I could come visit him more. Mm-hmm. And he lived, like, two hours away. Um, so we didn't get to see each other as much as we wanted. But, yeah. like, we were really excited, like, making plans for that. And he had made plans with my uncle. They were, like, going to go on a trip or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about it.
0: Why do you feel like this is a time where you want to go and do this? Because I know you've been talking about it for a while. I have. And then it just, I guess from a friend perspective, suddenly you're like, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And obviously I was super excited for you. This is something that's going to be deeply personal, a journey, Mm -hmm. but something that you have been talking about. So why
1: now? Just like after graduating, I had the time and just always continuing to hear conspiracies from family members everyone, and, like, I would recently, like, always bring it up, it's like, oh, yeah, so my dad killed himself, and it's like, probably, like, mm-hmm. maybe, you know? So it's always been, like, a thing I've wanted to dive into because there's so many conspiracies around what happened, and so, and everyone in my family, everyone I know has, like, their own ideas, and I'm kind of tired of just, like, it not being an officialized thing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and since I've, I mean, I have the degrees to do it, as soon as I graduated, it was like, okay I can do this now and then once I secured a job because that was the whole thing the first like month after graduation was finding a job and then transitioning but then once I kind of felt settled I was good to go
0: yeah awesome maybe you start taking us through kind of like you know how was it getting the reports and the documents and you know when did it go from <laughs> I'm just investigating uh-huh. his death to oh shit something's actually here, yeah. and now I have to go through this. And obviously, that's a multi-part question, but I guess just go through, like... I guess
1: maybe more so than that is before doing that. A lot of the things that made me want to investigate and that everyone's had theories about was the reporting, the issues with reporting, and how long it took for him to be reported. And the police were called. In addition to that, there was issues with the reports themselves. No one else was able to view them at the time. Mm -hmm. And also, there were so many factors about, like who was called, who knew what that night. There's a, the police, like... The negligence. Yeah, there was scene. major negligence, which I'll be getting into more in a bit, but one of the main things was that he was found hanging, and so when the police did eventually arrive on the scene, which was much later, he was not taken down, and people were invited, like, in the house. And so I knew that... I didn't know a lot of the details. I really didn't, but I knew that... We had already made plans for, like, like future plans before this happened. And mm-hmm. so when I found out, I was like, that doesn't super add up. And also a lot of the reasons that were said at the time for why it happened weren't true. He was claimed to have schizophrenia and was said that he was having a schizophrenic episode, that he hadn't been taking his medicine, but he did not have schizophrenia. Um, He had bipolar 1. And... There's no hallucinations with that. That's not Mm -hmm. associated with that. And he did definitely have a very severe, but he should have been taking his medication. I can't say that he was or was not. I'm trying to get more information on that, but I had made plans with him. My uncle had made plans with him. Like he was like making future plans. Mm -hmm. Additionally, there was like no note or anything. And... It was just a very odd situation in general. So I did decide, like, we always had our reservations about the situation. Then deciding to look into it, it got even weirder. You Mm -hmm. mentioned questions about, like, getting the reports. Impossible. Everything's, so one of the major issues here, you mentioned negligence. First of all, in the scene itself, but the reports are missing. Mm -hmm. Potentially an issue of if I'll have access to them once they are found
0: if they're found if they're
1: found yeah. yeah and it's like so this happened in 2013 at the end of 2013 and alabama is very far behind so everything's physical and th- for some reason they'd never digitized anything which is surprising to me having worked in a law office and interacted with the courts on so many occasions mm-hmm. normally you backlog once you do that but yeah. you know i no not my fucking job and so I'm actually I'm in direct contact with multiple coroner's office, multiple DAs, like texting bases with multiple coroners because getting the reports, I'm reaching out to them, they're like it's not here. I finally get a copy of the death certificate and there's information that's wrong on it. First of all, like it has the wrong cemetery listed. It has the st- funeral home that's listed is spelled incorrectly which is not a big deal but in combination with other factors Mm -hmm. is an issue and so in theory it's like well it says this is at this county so it should be here however considering there's information wrong on here do i trust it no and so then i'm reaching out to multiple places no one can find the document so where it should be it's not Mm -hmm. the coroner is searching kind of relentlessly i really appreciate her help there she just took over a few months ago, because the way it works in Alabama, you vote coroners in. It's like oh, a political interesting. role. Yeah. It's crazy. I remember voting for it back in, like, 2018, and seeing it on the ballot, and I was like, coroner?
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. It shouldn't be, like, a politicized role, but it is. But she just got in a couple months ago, and the person before her had passed away. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they had had, like, not a single thing organized. There were documents... At their house, there were documents in the office, there were documents at another location and another location, as well as at a funeral home. It was, like, everywhere and not organized, so she's just kind of, like, searching everything. This is almost eight years back now, Mm -hmm. so it's very difficult. So she's looking for it. It's not really her fault, but it is the county's fault. This shouldn't happen. They shouldn't be missing. Yeah, there's no reports on his death. When I spoke with a receptionist at one point when I was trying to get everything, I she was kind of arguing with me. She was like, Why would we have a report for that? And I was like, Well, a man was found dead. Of course you're going to have a report for it. Mm-hmm. And the police arrived on the scene. And she was like, Well, if he was dead, why would we have a report for it? And I was Cause like, Because that's how
0: it's supposed to go. <laughs> because
1: <laughs> the police came? I've had a lot of crazy interactions in dealing with this, which is so surprising. But I've also had a lot of good support. I've gotten like medical records. But yeah, so that's been getting the reporting. Yeah. So impossible. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, if they don't find it, I am concerned that I will have to like sue in the future, which is definitely something I'm willing to do, and will do if I have to. But I, I'm giving them the time to try and look for it because they are help. They're being cooperative in this investigation. I say cooperative. I don't know if that counts when it's not a police investigation, but they're like helping me. They're
0: assisting you with the independent research that you're doing.
1: That's so well phrased. Thank you. Oh my god.
0: Wow, So, the crime scene was compromised by the people going in without, you know... Entirely. The records are missing, and the reports that you do have on the death certificate are incorrect. In some ways. And messed up. So, (laughs) where are you right now? And, obviously, anything that you feel comfortable talking about. I know... I mean, obviously... There's a lot of details, I know some details that I know you're definitely not comfortable talking about here... Where where are you heading now with this? Because you've yeah. been working on this for what, maybe two months now.
1: Yeah, like a month or two. I so. The biggest goal is to have it, investigated further by not just me, but I would need to present information to, police to have that done. I, and it would have to be very compelling in order to have that happen. A big thing that. Has, is a positive thing in that direction. So, the official, t- I'm, I might get the words mixed up, cause of death or type of death? Type cause of, death. of death. Type of death? Cause of death would be, okay, so the type of death was initially listed as suicide.
0: Oh, so and, category versus yeah. what? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, like,
1: homicide, suicide, what's the other word that starts with the M? Manslaughter. Manslaughter. Yeah. Vehicular
0: are, manslaughter. Yeah. Death by negligence.
1: All the different yeah. things. So, that's, like, the type. And then the cause was asphyxiation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what we all knew. Again, no one was able to view the reports after everything happened. Especially me. I was 15. Like, I had dance practice. I couldn't be reviewing death reports. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not my place. My uncle was not permitted to do that. No one really was allowed to, which was another weird situation with this. No one was sharing information.
0: Okay.
1: And... However, the good thing about this is a few days after it was reported, so on the death certificate, that's listed as the type and cause on the day of, so on November 17th, which is when he passed away. But then three days later, it was changed to unknown officially, mm-hmm. meaning, so it's still officially not ruled that. That's like a potential. It's mm-hmm. like listed as a potential, like that could be a thing, but it that means that's one less step for me to have to have it opened because it's officially open.
0: Yeah it's just unsolved. At
1: the yeah, Un- except under investigated. I would just I would just I would I would just say it like it was put away. Like they were like it's probably done, but it was I was told when I was younger that it was being investigated. But I don't know what was done about it because there's no reports.
0: So step now is just to kind of contact other people and find out still find if you can get those reports yeah. and figure out what to do. I'm gonna
1: get the damn reports. Yeah,
0: you'll get them. I'll get them.
1: You'll get them. It just might take yeah. a while. That's the thing. Yeah. I De- there's going to be a resolution. It might take ages, but this is something I've been thinking about for so long, and it's like, mm-hmm. it's I'm going to figure out what happened. It's yeah. just a matter of when and how, and hopefully that can include legal change on that, whether if it is a suicide, I want that to be officially there, and if it isn't, I want justice. Like, I want mm-hmm. that to be seen, and I want that to be yeah. officiated.
0: You want closure for yourself and for your father.
1: Yeah, like... Yeah. If that is something that happened, like, no one should get away with that. So, yeah, that's, like, a dream, and that's realistically probably going to be, like, years in the making, like, if that is an option. But the biggest thing is just, like, knowing and having, being able to not only put my questions at rest, but also everyone else's. Mm -hmm. Because no one even really knows the full story because no one was, first of all, there's the stigma surrounding suicide in general that no one wants to talk about it, which was a difficult thing there, so no one wants to talk about it except in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Like, he at the f- memorial service, not the funeral, like this graveside one, he was look like the p- preacher said really negative things there. Like, he- they were saying people who kill themselves go to hell, but hopefully he didn't. And I'm like, okay. Yes. N- not the, the time village. or place, but oh. go off. There's a lot of negative things around that that's just associated, especially in the South, where
0: mm-hmm. mental
1: health is not mm-hmm. a consideration.
0: No. There's no care for those who have mental health crises. Yeah, no. if it does truly end in suicide... You know, it's like, oh, the devil was in their heart. Oh my god, yes! I always have to go back to religion and I, you know, that's a stigma that needs to change because it affects so many people. Mm -hmm. Mental health issues aren't, isn't a curse. They aren't, you know, God punishing you. They're not. It's just chemicals in your brain don't always want to work and it's just the same as, like, no one's brain's the same. Yeah. We all got different blood types. we all all different hair we all textures. Different we're all different people. We got different brains. And sometimes brains just don't want to do the same thing as you want to.
1: Especially if you've already... So, like, that's operating on a regular basis because there's the chemical imbalance. And then, you know, we're all living lives. Like, yeah. people react to trauma. My so, dad had a hard fucking life. I've yeah. had a hard fucking life. Like, people live lives and mental health, in addition to the chemical... Which also, trauma has a chemical impact on your brain as well.
0: Trauma, cortisol, stress response, it changes you. Exactly. And, you know, just because someone was found, passed away, Mm -hmm. and they have a diagnosed or undiagnosed condition, Mm -hmm. does not automatically mean that their death can be swept under the rug.
1: Exactly. Which happens so often. This is not... Mm -hmm. Which, again, I'm not going to rule it out entirely. This could have been a suicide. Mm -hmm. But I... I don't know, there's so many things that lead it to probably not. Yeah.
0: So fucking proud of you. You're so fucking strong. Thank you. You.
1: It's really fucking rough.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You are doing a really good job of documenting your feelings, thoughts, and in-the-moment things on TikTok.
1: That's a good or bad thing.
0: There isn't a right or wrong way to cope and grieve, and your way right now is figuring out what the fuck happened.
1: Yeah. And... I don't I wouldn't consider that part of the grieving process I do think I've grieved like I don't mm-hmm. think I'm still actively doing that there's definitely I mean like I think grief is kind of a long lifelong thing because mm-hmm. it's like with compared to like traumatic events that have happened to me although they like do cause a change in my life and they hurt me cr- like in, in a crazy amount it's not like a whole like Something happens to me, it's horrible, I fix it. Or, like, you heal from it. But no matter how much you heal from the loss of someone, there's still a gap in your life. It's not something that happened to you, it's something that was taken out. Yeah. So, it's not, it's always there. Mm -hmm. That's, like, one of the harder parts, I think. I wouldn't say it's, like, more grieving. Because if I were actively grieving, I don't know that I could do this. Being, like, in a really healthy place with it, it's still really difficult. Mm -hmm. I don't know, everyone deserves justice everyone do- I, and my family deserves to know what happened. yeah,
0: I completely agree. I think it's great that you are in a position where you can finally do this and you know, thank you I'm we're no longer bad grads. we're just bad adults. Yeah. And we're bad
1: graduates. we're
0: bad graduates. Oh my God, we gotta get that on like a jacket or something. oh my bad, that's
1: stupid. <laughs> bad graddies Ew! <laughs> graddy baddy
0: daddies
1: baddy graddy Ugh. oh wait Ooh. i meant graddy yeah so that's what's been going on there but in other like more lighthearted news what's what are you um, watching what are you reading
0: i re-watched all of bones what um, an odd choice okay yeah well i wanted to i really like forensic science and you don't say i was like this is so shocking yeah me and the Blood and gore. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? Uh, oh my god, we went to
1: a cool bar the other day. It was goth themed.
0: Oh yeah, the Coffin Club here in Portland. I do enjoy big fan little bar. A little goth moment. What have I? have been mean like I've been watching like a lot of movies. I watched all of my like Godzilla movies. You know, I love those. And yeah, that's really what I've been doing. I know that you've been reading
1: a lot. I have so. been reading a lot. I've been doing a lot of things. A book I've re- read a few times is Honey Girl. And I wanted to actually include a section from it. Yeah. And it is, maybe one day you'll find me, honey girl. Until then, you can follow the sound of my voice. Are you listening? And That's a quote from Yuki in the book. And I just, I love it so much. It's a great book. Um, I've been watching a lot of other stuff too. But that was really important to me. This book like stood out to me so much in so many ways. Yeah. And I really love it. Yeah. Been busy
0: yeah you can also find this podcast in. yeah thanks for tuning in thanks for listening to Callie's My story, story about uh, her dad and you know what she's doing with that and yeah I hope everyone's having a good time happy
1: October oh hell um, yeah please celebrate Halloween safely let us know what you're doing for Halloween
0: I want to know what costumes I you'll Halloween. have um and yeah stay tuned we're gonna keep making episodes they might not be very frequent but you know um, yeah. now that and read honey
1: girl yeah, find read, your own honey girl if you want
0: yeah read honey girl find your own honey girl um, ask
1: questions
0: find answers
1: that's a big one yep mm-hmm. and if someone ain't gonna do it do it your damn self yeah bye, bye. bye. <laughs>